We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Friday NBA DFS slate. You can find me on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, Rotowire among other places, and find me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate or review us, please go ahead and do so. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Benny, welcome to another small, itty-bitty, tiny slate here for Friday in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, we got a, a nine games here. There's only one with a, a total under 200, so, you know, should see some points here. There are a couple spreads that are starting to creep up. You got a 12-point spread in that San Antonio game, which is amazing to me considering that San Antonio already announced half their team is not going to be playing today. And then uh, eight-point spread in the Miami game, eight-point spread in the Atlanta game, eight-point spread in the Sacramento game against Phoenix. So, you know, definitely uh, uh, a couple things to look at here. Yeah, just 18 teams in action. I, obviously, I was joking here. There's a lot of slates, a lot of teams on slate to choose from. We've got Golden State Warriors. we got Phoenix at SAC, which should be uh, a popular play uh, for my analysis anyways this, uh, once we get into that breakdown there. Uh, you know, Houston on the slate with a 212 total uh, there as well is, you know, probably like the third or fourth best that you can get exposure to. Maybe aside from Minnesota and Washington. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Point guard position is up. Got some big boys here up top. Interesting to see, um, you know, Rajon Rondo is potentially a, a top three option. But given the, the, the matchup at home and, and the opponent, uh, I think you can make a case for it. What are your thoughts here? 
Yeah, I agree with you. I have a lot of exposure that Sacramento Phoenix game, and Rondo's actually my favorite play on the board here today. I think a mistake that a lot of people make is they assume that the game that he just had without Bucky Cousins is something that, you know, is not repeatable. But we've talked about this before during the season. Rondo's numbers are actually better when Cousins plays than they are when Cousins are out. I know he took on a bigger offensive load and a little more scoring last game than he usually does, but his assist numbers are usually much higher when Boogie's in, which makes perfect sense because, I mean, you know, Boogie's a guy who can basically finish and score against anybody. So I'm still fine with Rondo here. You got a, a Phoenix team that's going to be playing at a high pace. They're not a very good defensive team, so the matchup's okay for Rondo. And his price a little bit discounted from the you know, John Wall, Steph Curry crowd, who I think can also put up the same 40 to 50 fantasy points that Rondo can today. But I'll gladly take a $1,500, $2,000 discount off of those guys and uh, you know come down to Rondo. I have no problem doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I think Darren Carlson for 5,500 on FanDuel is going to be somebody who's definitely very interesting uh, there as well. The point guard situation, do you feel like we're getting clarity here with Brandon Knight? Like he's got to a trustworthy level now as to, as to you know, what, you know um, the, the production and, and minutes-wise. Are you, are you um, feeling the trust? Because right now I think we've got, what, I can't believe like three games in or two games in, he goes to 37 and 40 minutes. It's like people have learned nothing when it comes to like people coming off of major injuries. But nevertheless, the guy has been producing, you know, at a, at a fairly good clip there. He had a, a little bit of a hiccup against Memphis, uh, but still scored 30 fantasy points, 37. And then a nice little 50 burger uh, against the LA Lakers on the, on the 23rd. So that, um, um, look pretty juicy overall so um i think that's, I, i'm not crazy about the price because you know it got <laughs> elevated fairly quickly but against sacramento uh you know i, I think that I, I wouldn't mind having both sides of that point guard position here in my lineup uh what about you there yeah i think you hit it right on the head uh the minutes are definitely safe so it's not like we have to worry about whether or not he's only going to see 24 or 25 i mean he's going to play 33 to 40 minutes basically that's what they've shown us that's what he's the last, you know, six or seven games that he's been back. So I, I'm safe with the minutes. The problem I have is exactly what you said. The price is a little bit higher than I would really like. I mean, he's basically giving us around about 35 points a game. So 7,200, I feel like reasonably priced. You know, with the matchup play against Sacramento, I do feel that there's a chance that he goes closer to his upside. He did have a 50, point, 50 fantasy point game a couple games back. So he obviously has upside at this level. So I don't mind today against Sacramento, but I do think 72 is a little bit too much to pay for him, you know, most of the time. And honestly, today at that price level, he's actually not my favorite play. I know you're not a huge fan of this guy, but Ricky Rubio has been playing really, really well lately. He's put up some games where he's had uh, 45, 50 fantasy points in his last couple. In two, four, five, six, seven of his last nine games, he's gone for at least 35 fantasy points. He's gone six or seven X in four of those nine games as well. And even the last game, he got absolutely on fire at the start of that game. Only played 26 minutes because he got in foul trouble in Sacramento. But if he didn't get in foul trouble, he was on his way to another 40 to 50 fantasy point effort there. So I actually like Rick Rubio a lot today, too. He's somebody I've been rolling in a bunch of recent games, and um, he's been putting up some pretty decent numbers for me. It's a 217-point total in that game, going up against the Washington Wizards with another fast-paced team. Between the assists and the steals that he gets, and the thing I like about Rubio now is he's taking better shots, and he's also making more of the shots that he's taking. 
You know, he was shooting like 33% earlier in the year, which is atrocious. Um, but now he's raised it to like the, you know, the low 40s percentage-wise on his field goal percentage. So if he's going to raise that scoring up a couple points and still give us assist, he's a good rebound point guard, and he's a good de- – he, he's not a good defensive point guard as far as, you know, he's going to stop the guy on the other side. But he his hands in a lot of passing lanes. He does, you know, get a bunch of steals. With fantasy is what we care about more. You know, we don't care about what a guy's going to really do going to stop the guy on the other side because we don't get any fantasy points for that. But we do get fantasy points for the steals, and that's something he's been able to do. And like I said, he's given you upside and safety over his last nine games. So I definitely think he's somebody that we have to consider. Yeah, he's definitely rebuilt some value overall for me. This sounds a little bit weird because his game logs have been a little bit less consistent, but somebody over Rubio, I'm not trying to just be a Rubio hater, although I am a Rubio hater, and I've been on record as that as quite for quite some time, so I'm not trying to hide it. Um, but, you know, 7,100 against John Wall defense um, is okay for me. I'm not in love with I don't hate the play. I'm not in love with the play. I'm just neutral about it. Um, but it is like the third top, to- third highest total on the board. So there should be some, some hefty amount of scoring going on in that matchup. I actually do want to roll Emmanuel Mude, who the game locks have sort of dipped down after he got into a really nice stretch there overall. But we're talking about LA Lakers defense and, and uh, D'Angelo Russell uh, overall, who's been, you know, capped at 30 minutes for whatever reason so if you're gonna you know he's gonna be the best point guard on the court and they're not even gonna play him full minutes then that's good news for emmanuel mudier come up with a nice big game against philadelphia 27 and 11 with four assists and before that you know he's been scoring in double digits but the the assists have been a little bit down overall but this is a good matchup Uh, price tag i believe still under 6k uh actually at 6k so it rose up after that big game overall but um la lakers on the road uh yeah you can give me some of that all day so I'm going to draw the line there, and we can move on to the shooting guard position here uh, for the Friday slate and tell me what you want to do at the two. Yeah, I mean, I think if you can afford to pay up for James Harden, it's it's not a bad idea. Harden has about 60 fantasy points in three of his last games, so he's really stepped it up and, and become that guy that we thought he'd have been all season long. You know, I think there were parts of the season where he kind of disappeared a little bit, and you can see it in – you know, the way Houston has played this year, you know, they haven't been as good. People were expecting them to be up there in like a four seed along with teams like the Spurs and OKC and Golden State. And I feel like they've underperformed a little bit with the, you know, amount of talent that they have. But lately, he's put up big numbers against some pretty good teams, too. And he just put up 65 against Utah, good defensive team that we don't usually expect him, you know, to do that well against. Put up against the uh, OKC Thunder, again, another fast-paced team hasn't really exploded against his career put up 64 games back against minnesota as well so you know he's playing about as well as he's been playing all season right now the price is where's his price at you know almost 11k but again for a guy that's putting up 60 fantasy points it, it's not that horrible so if i can afford to pay up i think i do like james harden the guy who i have on a lot of rosters earlier already though is um actually devin booker Devin Booker's playing really well lately. He's up uh, 40, around 35 to 40 fantasy points in most of his recent starts. I think seven of his last seven games. He's playing a ton of minutes, too. He's up there around like 37, 30 minutes a game. So with that much court time, I definitely think he's somebody that, that you want to look at. And again, we're going to have a lot of exposure. You're going to hear a lot of names from that Phoenix Suns and uh, Sacramento Kings game today. It should have a huge total in it. They're two of the worst defensive teams in the league. They're two of the teams that play pretty fast, and they're two teams that put up a lot of points on the board. So I'm expecting a lot of scoring to come out of that game. And then for a cheap option, a guy who I've been rolling a lot 
has been Bradley Beal. He's only playing, you know, sparingly with a couple games off that he, uh, you know, basically sitting of injury concerns. But the games that he has been playing, he's been giving you 25 to 35 fantasy points. So with his price being right around that 5K mark, you know, he's basically giving you five, seven times value in most of his restarts. So I like Brad Beal as a little bit of a salary save as well. Those are the, the three guys that I'm rolling a lot at the shooting guard position. Um, I'm with you there as well. I like James Harden up top. If you, um, you know, if you can't afford to pay the 10.8K, DeMar DeRozan on the other side of that, I think is another good option for Houston. And uh, I do like your Bradley Beal call. Um, if you ha- can afford to go up from Beal to 6,500 for Devin Booker, the shooting guard position has been bottom five in DVP for Sacramento all season long. So you can definitely make a case uh, to getting some exposure today as well. I don't mind Zach Levine either for 6,300 tacking uh, Bradley Beal and that um, Washington Wizards shooting guard D- uh, uh, defense there as well. We know that the, the total um, in there, we're, we're looking at 217 and a half. So if you haven't done enough to get some exposure to Golden State, Dallas, uh, Phoenix, Sacramento there as well. I know we haven't really mentioned Clay Thompson or, or Steph Curry. Clay Thompson's uh, price tag has gone all the way down to 7K, uh, believe it or not, which I think is affordable and, and in, in a good spot overall. I have no problems with anybody who wants to roll Curry. Uh, but just keep in mind, this is a 14-point spread with the top total on the board. So we could potentially be looking at three quarters of action. So that's the only thing I'll really say about the Golden State game. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, but aside from that too, I um, I probably just want to draw the line with down at the bottom here with like Devin Booker and Bradley Beal and say don't feel great about uh, anything down below that uh, overall. Um, we talked about this uh, a couple of days ago as a you know little salary flyer guy here uh, overall, but like Wes Matthews uh, for forty one hundred right now. That, I mean the, the price was thirty eight hundred. We said we 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 didn't feel great about it. We might even feel dirty about it, but. Um, 35 fancy points, 22 and five against uh, Portland in a revenge game on the 23rd. That ended up paying off uh, overall, and we know that just by hook or by crook, there's just going to be a ton of volume happening in this Golden State game. For, so for 4100, if you want to go, you know, cheap exposure to the top total on the board, I think I'm okay with that there as well. Um, anybody else you want to talk about at the two before we move on to the three? No, not really. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of drawing the line on the bottom side at Bradley Beal. He's probably about as low down as I'm willing to go. All right. Uh, so uh, while uh, Benny is over there dropping it low, we're going to let you know uh, that if you pod listeners haven't subscribed to rotowire.com, you love the advice of our podcast, but you haven't taken advantage of subscription just yet, free 10-day trial available, rotowire.com slash pod. We've got lineup optimizers for eight different DFS sites for all the major sports. You want to get ready for your lineups for MLB, NBA, uh, NFL, NHL, college basketball, soccer, golf. We've got all those stuff covered for you with optimal lineups and uh, top projections. We've got up-to-the-minute depth charts here and complete draft kits. If you're uh, like me today, drafting your first fancy baseball league and you want to get some inside information here, we've got it all for you. A 10-day free trial, rotowire.com slash pod. Small forward up. Let's go ahead and talk about what you want to do here. Three here for the Friday slate. Yeah, I think this is an interesting position today. You know, last night we had LeBron, we had Ant, we had Paul George, we had Carmelo Anthony. So four of the usual suspects up there towards the top of the small forward chart all played last night and all have off today. Now you throw in the fact Kawhi Leonard's already been ruled out for tonight and really there's only one expensive option. That's Giannis um, the Greek freak basically. 9,900 today on FanDuel. He's been giving us about 40 fantasy points so it's not like I really like the upside that he has there. When you're looking at the other option that you could even possibly pay up for, you know, you got uh, Nick 
Clinton's at like 77. It drops all the way down to like Rudy Gay at 64, who's been horrible lately, and I wouldn't even wish him on my worst enemies line, but at this point, the way he's been playing. So if you want to pay a position, I think Giannis is really the only option you have. Now, we're also lucky because there are a couple value options that I think are in really good spots here today. Um, Otto Porter, in six of his last seven games, has been putting up in five to seven X value for us. Playing a few more minutes, some scoring, getting some some rebounds. I think he's hit a three-pointer in each of those games as well, giving us a little of the other stats. And he's in a pretty good spot here. I think Minnesota, that's going to be a pretty paced-up game, one of the higher totals on the board. So don't hate Otto Porter in this spot. And then another guy who's kind of interesting to me, with everybody out on the San Antonio Spurs, Kyle Anderson is minimum price at only 3500 I think he's going to be a very popular option today. When we've seen him 25 to 30 minutes, he's given us 25 to 35 fantasy points. And not that that's a huge number, but at only 3500 you're talking like 8 to 10 value right there. So with us knowing that I think Patty Mills is out, Kenny Green is out, Kawhi Leonard, Boris Theo's out. You know, with all those guys being out that can play you know, basically with the ball in their hand, you know, all the big guys are still playing. You still got Aldridge, you still got Doug, you still got West, you still got Bo. But I think they're going to need guys to play that, you know, one and three spot out on the perimeter. So I could see this being a game where we see 30 plus minutes out of Landerson. And if he gets 30 plus minutes, I think he's really safe for a 25 point floor. And I think he can give us, I'm not going to say 40 point upside, but up into the low 30s and um, you know give us a 9 or 10x kind of return uh, yeah I love the call of Kyle Anderson I think he's going to be the cheap cheap min price guys that you um, that you see a lot of people um, get some extra exposure to overall um, the guy I'm really sort of no, uh, no, uh, narrowing in <coughs> different spots. I do like Nicholas Batum for 7700 the price has been uh, creeping up but still has the production uh, f- uh, for the most part uh, it's, we are actually getting a little bit of a discount he was hitting, hitting the 8k range um, overall, as of late, but you know, and he th- was coming off like that that three games or that or five or six game stretch where he was going like 38, 38, 46, 47. Then it's slowing down a bit, but it, you know, it was San Antonio. The Brooklyn game, he scored a bunch of points, but just didn't do a, a, a ton else. But we know that's not his profile. He's a guy who can be a triple double threat at every any single point. Um, are you are you sanding the floor or <laughs> what's going on in the background no i'm moving my moving some of the papers around i you know had my that was my small forward sheet moving to uh, my power forward sheet uh, uh, all right i was like man my analysis is so boring benny it's sanding some balsa uh, wood in the back you know but... you know what actually is happening i'm gonna be honest with you i woke up a little late today so i was doing work and eating at the same time so my desk is a little bit you know, like sticky Cluttered. with leftover Chinese food from last night that I had for breakfast this morning. Mm-hmm. So now when I put the papers on top of the Chinese food, they stick. So that sliding that you heard was me trying to get the paper <laughs> to unstick from my desk. So. I got to tell you, pro tip, man, pro tip. Mute the mic when you've got, like, food that you want to bite. When, you know, you hear some long-winded well, well, analysis. It wasn't food. The food has been gone for a while. It's the papers that I'm trying to, I, I was like, literally, I was literally yanking it with two hands to get it off my desk. Tell Mr. Miyagi that you don't need to sand a floor during the podcast. You can sand before or after the podcast. And then you guys can, you know, do your dojo thing afterwards. That's all that I ask. Um, last thing I want to mention here, uh, Andrew Wiggins, 
uh, Auto Porter. We know the Auto Porter, the official cheat code, is going up against uh, our our boy who who's been a, just you know mostly scorer only. But I, I for sixty nine hundred under seven k with a two seventeen and a half total on the board, I'm gonna have to get me some Magic Wiggins in my lineup uh, somewhere at least for GPPs um, because uh, we know that Auto Porter has been an an absolute turnstile in terms of fancy points and defense. So. That I I I couldn't um, you know imagine not feeling fairly decent about, about that call overall. Last question I want to ask you before we move on from small forward here is: um, Are we uh, done with the Michael Beasley experience? Because uh, you know the minutes have been okay and fine, but you you know sort of just threw up two duds that people are a little bit annoyed about. One, these were two good teams, uh, by the way, but I don't mind him playing against OKC. Utah, I did mind uh, him playing against, and he did score 10 points but did nothing else, You know, which doesn't surprise me because it's very tough to grab a rebound against you know, two of the best, uh, or the best you know, defensive front line maybe in the NBA. Um, but the price is so reasonable, and you might be in the back here in a good spot against you know, that power forward situation there in Toronto. Um, do you want exposure or don't, or, or are you um, off him for now? See, I think this has kind of come up a little bit. I loved him when he was minimum price and was first starting to get, you know, 20 to 28 minutes a game. It seems like the minutes have come off now and the price has come up. I usually like guys when their production is going up there and their price is coming down or when their price is when their production is going up. He's in the opposite situation. His price is coming up and his production is coming down. That's usually when I jump off the bandwagon with some of these guys. So I'm kind of off of him for now, but he's definitely still someone keeping an eye on. Like, I'm not using him today, but it starts showing me that, you know, they're giving him closer to, to, to 30 minutes opposed to 20 minutes, which is what he's seen recently. You know, I would be willing to jump back in on him. So I'm not on him today, but he's not somebody that I'm – completely taking off the radar all right fair enough so benny is saying we just need some time apart is basically what it yeah it's not it's not him it's me right it's not it's not goodbye it's just goodbye for now is is how benny feels about it all right um before we uh move on here uh to the power forward position we're gonna talk about anybody who might need a website uh if you're looking for a website why not do yourself here with wix.com no matter what business you're in wix.com has something for you used by more than 75 million people worldwide wix makes it easy to get your website live today you need to get the word out about your business business it all starts with a stunning website so with hundreds of designer made customizable templates to choose from the drag and drop editor there's no coding needed you don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful you can do it yourself here with wix.com wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day so when you're running your own business you're bound to be busy too busy to worry about the budgets to schedule an appointment or too busy to build a website for your business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in with wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com to create your own website today the results will be stunning power forward up what you want to do here at the four i mean i think i'm going to start the discussion actually with john lore and the reason for that is when this guy has been time this year he's put up the numbers for us earlier in the year when he was seeing 25 two minutes or so he was giving us 25 28 31 fantasy points and in the last two games where he's gotten back to 31 and 40 minutes in the last two games he's given us games of 32 and 37 fantasy so when this guy sees floor time he can put up the numbers for us we've seen him do it consistently at different points in the season and right now with chandler out he's starting and playing you know 35 minutes a game so with 30 minutes a game I think we can easily get the 25 to 30 fantasy points out of him that we need to give him 
you know, upside, a 6x value or more kind of guy. And again, he's played two good games in a row. Got a good matchup here against Sacramento, who defensively is a little bit weak, and they do play at a fast pace. My only concern with him is if he matched up on Boogie Cousins for points in the game, this could be a situation where he gets himself in trouble, which is my only concern. But even at 4,600, I think he is today, he's still cheap enough where, I mean, basically, if we get like 24 points out of this guy, which is below what he's given us, you know, it's about 60% of what he's given his last two games. He's still a good upside play, so I'm going to have a lot of shares of him tonight. He's going to be one of the guys that I use. I think he's probably my favorite calorie saving option on the entire season. Uh, yeah, for for me, um, th- I'm fine with John Lure. Actually, he's you know, uh, uh, to be actually top three projected player, um, r- believe it or not. And you never see that at a price tag for a guy who's at 4600. It's usually, you know, m- much more like 6k and above. So um, I like the call overall. I think I'm I'm fine getting exposure there. There's a couple of different things I think we can do here. Uh, I think Draymond Green for 8,200 is if you if you have a salary, I definitely want some exposure to it there as well. Dirk Nowitzki, bottom five in DVP all season long, and whenever they uh, do, you know, basically the first man off the bench behind him now has been David Lee, who might actually be a worse defender than Dirk Nowitzki. So uh, there's that's going to be a, a doubly good spot for you to uh, potentially take advantage of uh, overall. And there's a couple other things that you can do. Um, I wish that we had better or more solid minutes from Julius Randle because I would I would want to play him against Denver, and I think he's still a, a good play. I just wish the minutes were like 36, 37 instead of, you know, 25, 31, 33. So um, he's on the radar for me. I will um, uh, get him into my lineup, so I just wish he was getting more minutes. But this is a good spot at home against Denver, and we know that they've had trouble uh, with, you know, Ken Freed and the like, keeping him in the, in the lineup. So that's another spot that I, I might potentially – uh, be looking to take advantage of overall. And then, you know, um, this uh, might be a little bit weird here, but uh, Alex Len as well uh, for the Sacramento game here, uh, I'm I'm buying. I, just because I actually like him a lot, too. I like okay. Len a lot today. And the game logs don't necessarily support it, so that's one thing uh, about it. Um, and, you know, he's been scoring in the 20s, but before that, we, we're talking about somebody who's been struggling to get back into the 5-6x range, but I think this is a spot that you, ju- you jump back in. And just keep in mind, too, here, you're like, well, why would you want to play him against DeMarcus Cousins when he does such a good job of fouling everybody out? Uh, he's power forward now. He's officially a power forward on FanDuel, and, and you can expect Tyson Chandler to be the guy primarily defending DeMarcus Cousins. So as long as Alex Line is going up against power forward defense, which is Quincy AC, Willie Cauley-Stein, and the like, uh, then he should be in a decent spot at 6,400. I'll probably limit it to GPPs because he hasn't been consistent enough in the last you know five, six games or so, but I'm definitely fine getting some exposure there. Yeah, I like, I like Len, and I also like uh, Markeith Morris a little bit. He's only 5K. Put up about 30 fantasy points, 25 to 30 in his three games. He's been playing a little better. He's doing a little more school. He's always been a good rebounder. And his minutes seem to be a little safer. So I, I think this is a position where you want to kind of a little bit today. I'm not going to pay up for Dirk at 8000 You know, if I paid up at all, I agree with you, it would be Draymond. But, again, it's not something that's jumping off the page to me as something I want to do. But I think that, you know, John Laura is, is definitely one of the best plays today because I'm pretty sure Tyson Chandler's actually out again today. I'm positive he's already been ruled out. So if that's the case, you know you're going to get 30 plus minutes at a at a lower. Um, you know, he's the best play. And then the thing is you got to figure out who you want to pair with him over on, on FanDuel. 
Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to wonder to see if wonder if they protect Alex Lund and keep him off the Marcus Cousins because it's going to be a big foul trouble situation. But it might not be any better for them to put Lure uh, on Cousins. So mm-hmm. um, it could be interesting to see how it ends up shaking out. But if he's going to get the minutes boost, you know, get back into the over to the thirty range, then that should definitely help Alex Lund's uh, uh, value overall. I do have concerns about uh, you know him getting into foul trouble. So we'll see how well he manages that because it is a, a road tilt. Uh, for the Phoenix Suns out there in Arco Arena. All right, center position up here for today. Let's go ahead and close it out with what you want to do at the five. Yeah, well, in speaking of the man we just brought up and DeMarcus Cousins, you know, look at the names of the guys that are going to be trying to guard him today. You got Alex Land, John Lohr, Mirza Teletovic. I don't think any of those three guys are going to have a chance to slow him down. So now he's been ruled in and he's going to be playing today. You know, we we gave you some value options at the other positions because, the Marcus Cousins is probably the one guy I do want to make sure I pay up for today. I mean, he's got a 45-point floor on a normal day with upside into the 60s and 70s. You know, I think this is a game where we can put up 30 points with 15 or 16 rebounds, five or six assists, you know, and a couple steals or blocks because it's be high-paced. It's going to be up and down. 2-12 total, I think, is the second highest on the board after the Golden State game. And we know that when Cousins is in there, he gets the ball a lot. And after watching that Sacramento team last game, Rudy Gay to me, Rudy Gay is dead to me. I don't know why, but he is horrendous right now. So other than Rajon Rondo and DeMarcus Cousins, I don't really see anybody else on that team that's going to be doing any scoring. If this game gets up into 220, and I could see 30, 40 real-life points coming at DeMarcus Cousins today to add to the fact that he's basically a double machine every time he steps on the floor and he, and he gets some assists and he gets some, some blocks. You know, I think he could just have a monster game. If I can't afford Cousins, I also really like Hassan Whiteside today. Go up against Orlando. I mean, let's face it, this guy doesn't start. I understand that. But he's still playing over 30 minutes a game in most games that he gets in that don't turn into blowouts. Vucevic is out for Orlando here. And I just see anybody that's going to be able to check Whiteside. You know, what are they going to be rolling? Guys like dead up against them? I mean, he's just going to absolutely dominate them. He's a huge rebound per minute guy when he's in there. Uh, he's leading the league in blocks, if I'm not mistaken. And with him playing with the second unit, the thing that I think people are not giving enough credit to is the fact that with the second unit, he's the second unit scorer. So his scoring has been up since they switched him from being harder and playing with all those other guys who like to bomb up shots like Joe Johnson and Dang and Wade and, and Dragic. You know, it actually works better for him playing with the second unit because they, they give him the ball a little more on offense. And he's a very efficient offensive player because basically all he does is dunk and take shots right inside the lane, which is perfectly fine because if he only if he's only going to get 10 to 12 shots a game, if they're all within five feet and he's going to make seven of them, that's an easy 15 or 16 points to add to his 15 rebounds and four or five blocks that he's putting up every game. And that's going to get you between 40 and 50 fantasy points. So I don't think too overpriced over there as well. And that's really about it. I'm not looking to go down. There are some options, like a guy like uh, Salam Ezri, who we talked about last time, some I'm a big fan of, but 4700 is too too expensive for me to pay for this guy. If he was down in the 4K range, I'd be all over him. But for me, I think this is a day where you got to pay up at the center spot. And I like those two guys up top, side and Cousins. I like Whiteside. I like Cousins. C- Cousins for cash. Whiteside for uh, you know cash. You know or GPP differentiation there as well. Big Cat Carl Anthony Towns is is I think appropriately priced at nine K, but it's a probably a good spot against Martin Gortat. 
So, uh, you know, given the toll that we have available, I think you can make a case for him if you just... Uh, I like his probably his overall package and offensive game just a little bit more than Hassan Whiteside, but Hassan Whiteside uh, probably gets the matchup edge or the, you know, or the edge overall for being $800 cheaper. And then down below that, I don't want to do too much other than maybe get some exposure to uh, Dwight Howard versus JV. I think that could be a good spot for him to um, pay off that, that price tag, which is pretty reasonable uh, overall at 7300 Dwight Howard hasn't been blowing anybody away um, as of late. Um, you know, but like it's, I think it's, he's appropriately priced given, uh, the, the matchup and the fact that they're at home. And so I'm, I'm fine attacking him against Jonas Valanciunas. I probably would rather pay down to Nikola Djokic at 6,200 against the LA Lakers and Roy Hibbert defense. I would feel a little bit more safer, uh, about that overall in terms of what I want to do, uh, for cheap. If somehow I didn't make a case or make enough room for those to get the big salary boys, uh, in my lineup. Uh, and I think that's a bit about it for me. So that's going to draw uh, this show to a close here for the Friday edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. And it's at Rotowire and Rotowire.com for all your season-long and DFS fantasy needs. Thanks for listening. We'll check you out next time. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores.